right, let's try that again. Hey, everybody. We had some level issues. The little gremlins got in here and twisted Greg's knobs when he wasn't paying attention. Oh, twisted my knobs again. Speaking of twisted knobs, bad segue. <laughs> uh, I think it works. I have uh, dropped Twitter. You've dropped Twitter. Dropped that. That maintained that a pretty did, nice seal. It did held pressure. I was surprised. I was not expecting this spear to hold pressure for two weeks. Well, you may remember from the last show, Greg found the rabbit wine stopper. Mm-hmm. Little silicone wedge, conical shaped thing with some ribs on it. Ribbed for the bottle's pleasure. And there wasn't and much left in, in, there wasn't much beer left, but it maintained a pretty healthy seal on it. Yeah. Count, I would say that it exceeded my expectations very early. By a fair bit. Anyway, so yeah, I dropped Twitter. Uh, after the whole James Gunn thing happened, I kind of... Oh no, what did James Gunn do? So you know, you didn't hear about this? I was in on an island. Mm. Where there was literally no network. So, he had, six or seven years ago, put some off-color tweets about, you know, jokey, jokey, um, pedophilia shit. Like, you know, oh, I like it when kids oh. touch my... Yeah, I did hear about this. Yeah. But they were, they were long deleted, right? They weren't deleted. Oh, I thought... But okay. they just... Right. But some, you know, some... Asshole on, on uh, some asshole brought them up and, and made it like a big thing of, and and Disney like fired him completely right away, uh, and it's really stupid because it's it's not who James Gunn is now and mm-hmm. it also it was just dumb jokes a while ago, um, but it made me look at what was going on with Twitter and really how I was using it and how I. Um, what was happening around it? And there were, is this? Are you going to a place where like there's like no upside and all downside for? There's still upside to Twitter. I think that Twitter itself, I don't think it's Twitter's fault necessarily. Right. What happened? I think though the community around Twitter and how people use Twitter, the the um, the culture of Twitter has become toxic. Uh, and I realized, you know, having Tweet Deck open all the time, it just made me sad instead of, like, happy. And I just, so, I, I think I said, I put out a tweet saying, I think I'm going to quit Twitter. And then that day, I was like, yeah. And so I logged off. Uh, I haven't, like, deleted my tweets. I, I reserve the option of coming back at some point, but... I haven't looked at Twitter for a week, other than, of course, in you know, in articles and stuff, and a tweet shows up. But I haven't like actively looked at Twitter or checked out my feed or anything like that in a week, and I don't miss it. Uh, I think that, like Facebook before it, the culture around it becomes toxic, and I just feel like there's this toxic element and shame culture around yeah. that. And I, I don't pay much attention to my stream. I pay more attention to Allie's stream, like because there's a bunch of makers and stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Right? So I find myself watching her stream more than mine, and you know, seeing more interesting things. But uh... Uh, yeah, the, I, I, I miss out on some interesting things. But I go to, I, there's enough link aggregators and stuff I go to that I keep up with the news anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like it just became depressing. And so unfortunately, you can no longer contact me at CBR Greg. You can send messages all you want, but they're not going to go anywhere. Oh, so you're going to have to email Greg. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to fire up your MySpace. No. Oh. No. 
there, there is, so there is a there's one website that I go to that you need to log in with either Twitter or Facebook. So I made a new account to log into that and mm-hmm. Twitter because I don't want to go to Facebook for completely irrational reasons. It's just I, I irrationally hate the platform. So um, you still have an account over there? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Since it's totally irrational, I don't have to be like, why? Why? It's totally irrational. I don't have a reason. It's just, <laughs> I dislike the platform. So I made a, a just a Twitter, a throwaway Twitter that has no tweets in there and nobody following. It's even protected. So I don't have I'm to. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Go for it. You probably could. <laughs> contrarian Blowhard. Yeah. At Contrarian Blowhard. No. That's, that, that's old. I'm not a Contrarian Blowhard. It's a anymore. throwback. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not that person anymore. I know. That was different. That was different me. Uh, so yeah, so that's my news. Ah. No Twitter for Greg. Greg no explains his non-tweets. Yeah. You can tell us about the tweets you were thinking about tweeting, but never tweeted. <laughs> tweets I was thinking about tweeting, but never tweeted. Tweets I was thinking about tweeting, but never tweeted! <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm, mm-mm. I don't know. And then you would hear it here first. Right. You know, that's one, one of the reasons I didn't delete my Twitter, because I figured there's... I don't think there's anything, like, horrible on it, and there's um, this good thoughts and bad thoughts and stuff like that on it. And I want to just... I think it's fine that it's there, but I don't look at it. I don't use it anymore. It's sad. It's, it's a... It's the end of an era for me. The end of my Twitter era. Until unless something drastically changes, or you know. But I think yeah, I don't. I have not like had a how desire gonna, to jump in. How are you going to follow what the president's saying every day? It's that's real easy. <laughs> I, I I try not to, and I still somehow stumble upon it. So <laughs> how was your vacation? It was good. Uh, you know, it was our annual camping vacation at Kelly's Island, our eighth year in a row. Max has been going since he was, you know, in diapers and as mm. an infant. Um, weather was good. Hung out at the beach an awful lot. Ate out at less restaurants than normal. We actually ate, like, all the food we packed for dinners and stuff, so. I thought going to say, ate out Heather Lesson. <laughs> <laughs> ate out Heather Lesson. <laughs> You know, camping in one tent with two kids really, really curbs that behavior, too. Yeah, that's right. When you go there, you don't just go to a hotel room. You you camp out. Yeah. Ugh. It's fun. I'm sure. But it was, it was, it's, it's fun for you. It would be nightmare sure. for me. Yeah. Um, the, the one... So, we you know, we did it out a couple times, and... Uh, Greg wants a notepad and something to write on. We usually do have these, Take but because uh, this this space is now being used as a different studio <laughs> as well. Really? Really? You, you want me to write on towels? <laughs> there was a notepad here just a few minutes ago. Uh, there we go. Oh, right here. Here's. Okay. But this is the kid's new um, allowance ledger. <laughs> so. Make sure that uh, that important. We are uh, we're we're four hundred one king our kids. Where so we've set this thing up where they can earn a maximum per week, and for all the money they 
put into their savings account will get 50 cents on a dollar for what they put in. So kind of encourage them to save the money. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so we're doing a match for their allowance if they save it. Do they? We just started it. Okay. Like yesterday. <laughs> so it's a little, it's, we don't have enough information yet. Yes. Yes, we just started this yesterday. The data is somewhat limited. But Max had like 80 bucks in cash. He's like, here, put this in my bank account. And he figured it out. He's like, that means I should get $120. I couldn't, I, like, I, you know, I couldn't, he, he figured it out. I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't be like, doesn't account initial tra- you know, deposits. Yeah. You know, I have to give that to him. So, okay. You don't have to. I don't have to, but come on. He figured it out. He played the game. Mm. Any other things about... Uh... Um, yeah, so we're... So, yeah, the idea is a maximum amount per week. They still have to... There's going to be, like, a test schedule. Like, things will be... Like, trying to incent good behavior. So, like, if Allie does math on the computer as opposed to YouTube on the computer, that helps get her to the $25. Uh-huh. So she's going to have to do things to earn it. But I also wanted to have a cap at the end of <laughs> At the end of the week, Yes, right? yes. Uh, does she get tips? <laughs> <laughs> um, then, that, then you can teach her about income tax. You can say, yeah, you got all 25 bucks, so here's nineteen fifty. <laughs> <laughs> the Actually, rest goes into... So I, I think there's going... I think what she is going to learn, what I'm going to teach her with this whole thing, is haggling for the value of the work you do. Mm. You know, I think... And I want her to. I want her to be like, oh, I think that, you know, taking that trash out was worth 85 cents, not 50 cents. <laughs> um, you... You had the lights up, so you just have done a production or videos or some some. Clips. We're starting on. Um, she was doing a back to school video where she's putting um, some sewable circuitry on her backpack. Ah, uh, yeah, I saw because I made sure that the stuff was still yeah, there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it it it's going to be you know the same kinds of technology she's done already. But it's going to be NeoPixels and a microcontroller. It can blink the NeoPixels, but you know. This time we're using like lily pads and stuff like that to actually, and conductive thread to sew it onto the backpack. Uh, and, and the video is much better than the shelf's video so far. <laughs> okay, good. I had a talk with her, and like, you got us, you have to put on a show for people to watch these videos, right? Yeah, so she gets it. Cool. Um,. Yeah. So, have you? Did you watch any more of the good? Place? Yes, I'm all caught up on the good. Okay, <laughs> good. With season two, great. Because yeah, I super super season two was great. But man, that I think it was the second episode of the season was my favorite, which is it's called Dance Dance Resolution. Uh-huh. Uh, it was where you know, after the first the first episode of it was a double episode, but they basically ran through one whole scenario. Right. The second the second version. And then you thought, oh, well, that's what they're going to do. Every episode is just going to be another version. Uh-huh. And then the second episode, they, like they, just, they just blew it up. They just said, you know what? They did sort of the Rick and Morty thing, which is, you know this story. We're just going to, the, the first act is going to be the story you know. And then we're going to keep going after that. But, you know, they had false starts. You know, they yeah, had, yeah. They had one where, <laughs> where... Well, that, that seven minute, like, first act, I was delirious. I think that's one of the one of my favorite uh 
things of the show ever and it was i was laughing hysterically and uh it was so well done so well put together remind me of a lot of the community um uh clip show episodes mm-hmm. where they would show yeah. clips from stuff that <laughs> had never been aired um it's, it's really beautiful great way to sort of deconstruct your premise and and blow it all blow it all up yeah yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think back. I, um, I think I liked the first season better than the second season, but no, that episode where it was definitely more meta, right? Especially like, like in the false starts, right? Where you know, Ted Danson reboots the whole uh-huh. thing. He's in the office taking notes, and the doors open, and she, and she hears, you know, right thirty seconds in. Uh-huh. Reset. Okay, I locked the door this time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but having it end with Jason figuring it out. Jason yes. figuring it out? It was a real low point. This one hurts. Um, <laughs> so, like, oh man. I, I, Jason's character is. He's not very consistent. They keep writing him differently, it seems. It seems like. You know, at first he was just kind of this oblivious, happy-go-lucky guy. And then you learn about some really dark shit he's done. And then he's like, instead of just happy-go-lucky, but still being able to follow along the conversation, there's times where he's not even like, he can't, they write him so he can't even like follow a conversation. He's, yeah, he, okay. In in, in some sense, he, yeah, he, his understanding of what's happening around him fluctuates, right? His, his awareness of, of the general thing that's happening is, is, uh, it goes in and out, but his character is more or less the same. He's an, he's a complete idiot who is nonetheless very earnest in being a complete idiot. Yeah. No, I liked like how he was written early on where he was earnest and an idiot he could follow conversations, but he couldn't get subtext, right? Mm-hmm. But then they write him where he came and follow the the super text, you know, like, <laughs> and then they write him where he's, you know, like, like the whole Molokov. Talk, I mean, I see why they wrote in the Molokov talk, cocktail part, you know, because great line, which is every time, I, every time I had a problem and I threw a Molotov cocktail problem, boom, I had a different problem. <laughs> <laughs> but he just didn't seem violent early on right and then much later you know that's how about things things where he's more of a gangbanger and it just didn't really seem to fight. i think that i think what 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 jason is is he acts like the people he's around so okay. if he's around gangbangers he's gonna behave like a gangbanger if he's around these guys he's gonna behave like they do okay maybe i mean i think it's a it's a reasonable point you make yeah. uh but um like I th- in 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 some sense, like Chidi is the moral grounding of of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleanor is is the the focal point, but Michael also is kind of another focus point in yeah. the in the ellipse. I I really liked the episode. They went to the judge and had to go through their mm-hmm. tests. Chidi had to pick the hat <laughs> off. <laughs> And there's a clock there. Right? Yeah. There's, he has two hats to pick from, and there's a clock. So obviously, you got to make the decision. And it took him 82 minutes to make the decision. Right. And he was worried about choosing the wrong hat. He thought he would fail because he chose the wrong hat. That was, that, that was really good. I can just go over like some of my favorite lines. Like when they're 
they're in the hell episode and they get to the the museum like and jason's like is there a gift shop <laughs> jason it's hell of course there's a gift shop <laughs> <laughs> oh there's some oh, there was seriously some like scream out loud laughing mm-hmm. you know I, I can't remember any of the lines but i i'm gonna go back and watch the entire thing from scratch yeah. again you know because it's just that good um i think i, I think I'd, uh texted you the from the first season where Janet's getting married to, <laughs> to Jason and they're like is there anybody who objects and they're both like of course we do how can we not object she goes overruled <laughs> <laughs> oh well, wow. some of Janet's stuff like I'm not a girl yeah <laughs> yeah oh it's, it's it's such a good show so so well written so I was wondering well- how season three is gonna you know how it's going to play out because it seemed like it was going to be all Eleanor and then of course she flies to Australia mm-hmm. and meets Chidi who doesn't have a French accent doesn't have a French accent uh, which which if I, I read interviews afterwards where they were like they actually did a version where he had a French accent but they decided that for the purpose of the consistency of the viewers they would keep in they have apparently an explanation for it but apparently they did try it they, they were they, they were yeah, aware of it they were aware of their inconsistency yeah. and they just realized it would make it more confusing. Right. Because if you didn't catch that first line in that first episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, because that, that, it never really was brought up ever, ever again. It's just, it was mm-hmm. a throwaway It was just joke. a joke, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I'm sure they'll explain him like, I, oh, I've, I've, I've been here long enough to, I mean, he can do it. Like, just, just like, um, how good was Tahani's accent? Her <laughs> American accent. <laughs> That was good. Yeah. She was playing a role. Yeah, that was funny. But the thing is, Chidi doesn't even, you know, he's, he's from French, or what, French Guiana or something like that? Or? Senegal. Senegal, yeah. that's it. He's teaching in Australia, mm-hmm. and he has this Ameri- California-type yeah. accent. Mm-hmm. Well, at the same time, this is what you think about all the all the Australian movie stars we have who just yeah. have, I mean, the the American accent is sort of the the broadly speaking for now for better or for worse right now it is the um yeah but chidi's standard chidi's dial or accent there's something specific about it it i think it's california i mean for me when i hear it you know it's 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 so it's definitely regional right you know it's, well, we all have accents yeah, I, so yeah, i don't it's more specific i mean it's hard to place but um yeah this is yeah, i guess it's not particularly like Midwestern yeah. American, right? But yeah, I mean it's a it's a really minor yeah. issue. But yeah, I mean I, I you know, but I'm just waiting for the I'm waiting for that Easter egg where you know she meets him on Earth and he has a Senegalese accent. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's minor, yeah. totally minor. I, I, I'm I mean the show kept surprised me. What I loved about it, and I think I told you this before, is that. Uh, Every time it, it it keeps blowing up its premise, it never lets them be comfortable. It never right. lets them get to a point where okay, this is what we're doing. We're sitting down at, at this table and we're just going to go through the routine. I was I was thinking like, how did Michael get to Earth? You know, so I'm curious about that's mm-hmm. like one of the things I'm curious about. And a show like this will probably explore that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm curious about that. And then, you know, that whole episode was just Eleanor until the very end. So, like, I was like, oh, Jesus, next season? What are we going to do with the other main characters? But 
I think, you know, they're all going to gravitate towards each other. It seems right. like it's going to be the way it goes. I think, you know, I'd be curious to see how they... I'm real curious to see how they work it in. I mean, the, the, I mean, I think the statement of the show is that these people are better because of each other as opposed yeah. to uh, that they are, you know... Being around each other is what makes them all better people as opposed to them uh, being alone turning into better people. Yeah, anyway, good show. Can't wait till they go to Florida looking for Jason. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, cool. Well, let's let's get on to the main show, and uh, then we can explore some other stuff in the post-show. Sounds good. I have something. 